Hey guys, I'm your host Mark Lynch and you're listening to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind podcast where we explore what makes for a truly unbreakable mind that will put you within reach of your biggest goals. So let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome to day 13, the second last day of our Mental Toughness Challenge here on the Unbreakable Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Lynch, and today we're going to be talking about a fairly new concept, and that is the, well, at least new concept for me. It's the idea, or the mindset, I should say, of mental stillness. And I'm willing to bet already a lot of you are asking me, what is mental stillness? So I'm by no means an expert in it, but my interpretation of it was that it's it's a mindset that allows you to approach situations or respond to situations with a sense of calmness and composure. It's what allows you to perform under pressure and remain resilient when you're knocked down or handed an unexpected result. So essentially, it helps you to see your situations more clearly and navigate through them with a greater degree of efficiency heading towards the goals that you want to achieve. A great way to begin developing your mental stillness and your composure is by taking up the practice of meditation. Now, I know we've already talked about meditation earlier in this Mental Toughness Challenge, so we're just going to cover it again briefly here because I do feel like it's important to the concept of mental stillness. Basically, meditation helps you develop mental stillness because it allows you to become fully present in the moment. It allows you to ground yourself in reality rather than drifting off into the future or thinking about the past like we often tend to do. It forces you to become focused on the here and now, and that is what mental stillness is about. This level of focus and clarity, it helps you to perform at your peak and retain your composure through challenging situations that place you under pressure or potentially heated situations that are going to force you to react and to hopefully control your emotions throughout that entire interaction. So taking the time to develop this mental stillness is going to help you to, to navigate difficult situations in your life. It's going to help you to see them with increased clarity. It's going to help you focus on the more logical side of things and avoid letting your emotions get in the way of decisions and your actions. Because that is a trap that a lot of average people fall into. They let their emotions kind of dictate their actions and their responses to their circumstances. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with feeling and you absolutely need to allow yourself to feel whatever it is you're feeling. Emotions aren't bad. But when you let them dictate you, when you let them direct your actions and your decisions, that is when you begin to react to situations instead of respond. And developing mental stillness, that's going to help you gain more a more proactive type of control over your mind as well as your behavior. And you're going to learn how to respond and not just react to situations because there is a difference there. Because reacting is more of an impulsive behavior, whereas responding is a more deliberate behavior. So let's get into an example to kind of demonstrate that. So say you've got a friend, a partner, or whoever, and they've done something that has really annoyed you and you're really upset. So if you were to react to that situation, basically you would immediately go and kind of get really upset, lose control a little bit, maybe get really emotional, because that is easy. Sometimes it's even satisfying to lose control like that and kind of let off at people, blow off some steam. 
but responding is different. Responding to that situation would be you taking in the information, slowing down your response so that you ensure that your emotions are not getting the better of you and acting in a way that you feel is going to add the most value to the situation. It's about making a productive decision. So that is one of the key things that I think mental stillness is going to add to your life. It's going to help you avoid just reacting to situations and teach you how to be more mindful about instead replacing just reacting with actual productive responses to those situations. So how does all of this relate to mental toughness? Well, do you think you're more likely to remain mentally tough if you're someone who just gives in to your emotions in any situation and allows your emotions to dictate your behavior, your actions, and your decisions? Or do you think you're more likely to embody mental toughness if you're someone who kind of slows things down and learns how to respond to a situation productively? Obviously, the latter option is going to be the one that takes you towards mental toughness because that mental clarity that you gain from mental stillness allows you to retain focus, remain mindful of your situation, remain present, and it ensures that you continually, or I shouldn't say ensures, but at least it encourages that you continually make productive decisions regarding your actions, regarding the choices you make in your life, regarding the behaviors you choose to embody on a regular basis. Because often the people who are the most mentally tough are the ones who have taken the time to develop this skill of mental stillness because it provides them with a sense of mental clarity. That is, It's a refined skill that allows them to not necessarily overstep their emotions or disregard them because you don't want to disregard your emotions. You don't want to bottle them up or sweep them under the rug in any way. That's not mentally strong. Mentally strong people allow themselves to feel what they are feeling, but they also remain in control. They ensure that they are not letting their emotions dictate them whatever the situation is that they are in. They're able to do what they feel is right or what they feel is going to add the most value to the situation, even if it's not necessarily the most appealing option, even if it's not the easiest thing to do. So guys, that is how I want to challenge you today. I just want you to take five to ten minutes, just five to ten, that's all I'm asking of you, to just calm your mind. That could be through something like meditation like we already talked about today. But it could also be something just as simple as sitting somewhere quiet in your house. The purpose is just to calm your mind, become fully present in the moment, think about the situations you're likely going to be exposed to in the day or what you're likely to be experiencing in the very near future. Basically, it's becoming present in what you're likely to experience here and now. So notice the various things that you're seeing and hearing and whatever other senses you can think of and allow them to ground you in the moment. Because if you begin practicing that skill and learn how to do those things effectively, even in different situations, you're going to learn how to develop increased mental clarity and increased focus. And that is going to bring you mental stillness. And as I've said a few times in this episode, mental stillness is one of the many skills that leads you along a path towards mental toughness. So guys, that is all I have for you today. That's our second last episode. That is day 13 of this 14-day challenge. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode on how to develop mental stillness. And if it's a new topic to you and you want to learn more, we're definitely going to be talking about it later on in the podcast as well. If you got any value out of this episode, 
I'm just going to ask you now to quickly go drop a rating, drop a review on the podcast or wherever it is that you rate and review things. And if you want to connect with me more, head on over to the Instagram channel at excellence.addiction. I'd be happy to chat with you there. I'm definitely a easier to contact there. I try to respond to every message and every comment that I get just because I value community. And tomorrow, guys, is the last day of this mental toughness challenge. Day 14, you've already gone through two weeks. That's awesome. Give yourself a pat on the back. You've come far if you've been practicing the skills and challenges that we've been talking about throughout this challenge. And tomorrow, we are going to wrap it up with what I feel is one of the most important topics for mental toughness, and that is how to hold yourself to a higher standard. So guys, until tomorrow, you know what I'm going to say. Say it with me. Stay excellent.